guys were talking about profit and I, I gave them, I think it was called profit and Prosecco. I like renamed it. I was like, that's so much more fun. Like, yes. like who doesn't want to make money and who doesn't want to drink a little bit of Prosecco? Like <laughs> exactly. call it something cool and the ladies will come a run in. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous Podcast. As always, I am so incredibly grateful that you are here today. And my guest today is Jennifer Chavez. Her and I met at a networking event, a women's empowerment event that my girl Tara Romano was hosting. And what I loved about Jennifer is that I was immediately drawn to her genuine energy and her willingness to want to connect with women. I kind of sat back and watched her like float around the room and just have conversations with so many different people. And over the past couple of years, we've really been able to connect on a deeper level. And I've just witnessed this woman fully step into her gifts, which is creating space for women to connect and network through her organization called Babes in Business. And in this episode, you're going to learn all about how to create an amazing networking experience. And Jennifer shares a story about how when she was first starting off, she would attend networking events that she just didn't love. Like it was boring, it wasn't fun. And through this process of attending events and seeing the things that she didn't love, she was able to go out and create something that she was obsessed with. And her first event was super messy. It was a bike shop with in the pouring rain, 65 people showed up. She was super nervous. She bombed her speech. And now she has a business that is thriving. She's getting ready to franchise it. And it's impacting so many women's lives all across the country. And this episode will give you so much inspiration on how to start messy, what the keys to creating a great networking event is, how to build and engage community both in person and online, and also the importance of being relatable when building a community. So if you are somebody who is looking to grow your brand, if you're looking to connect on a deeper level with like-minded people in life and business, this episode is going to give you so much inspiration and the tools to do so. Jennifer Chavez is the founder of Babes in Business and The Helpful Rabbit, which is a design firm. She is a networking babe, super connector, and a huge supporter of all things women-owned. Let's dive into the episode. Okay, Jennifer, I'm so pumped for this conversation. And I know um, just even before we hit record, like the wisdom and the nuggets that you're going to share are going to impact so many women. And what I love about you is you have this genuine desire to want to connect. Like it's your superpower. It's what you've built your business around. But every time I've met you, whether it was in person or online, like we just drop in and I can always feel this like true authentic desire to want to connect and go deeper with women which I think is so needed and so important so thank you for being here oh thank you for having me thank you for that amazing introduction you're welcome okay so what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently uh well we were just talking about it right before we got on the call I'm just so excited to be starting all of these 
new locations and the newest one that we started is Babes in Business Connecticut. So that would be my, my thing that I just did that I'm excited about. So for those that are new to you and your community, can you fill us in a little bit on what Babes in Business is? And I'd love to know, so number one, what is Babes in Business? And number two, like how has the vision changed from the very first Babes in Business event to now? Sure. So Babes in Business is, I like to call it a networking party. Um, and there's lots of different ways that you can get involved, but it is six meetups a year is the basic is basically what Babes in Business is. And it's a networking party full of selfie stations, group activities, shopping, drinking with your friends. So it's not your typical networking event. And then for people who want to get further involved, we do have a membership and that's online as well as Zoom calls, morning mind fuels, we call them. So there's ways for people to get further involved in Babes in Business if they want to. But I love this because it's like a full experience, right? Like I've been to networking events and I know so many women are going to, first of all, are going to like geek out over this, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're coming off the tail end of flatten the curve, the 14 day flatten the curve that lasted a year, right? And people are craving in person. I know I am for me, like being such an introvert, I still love events. Actually, the last event I went to, you were there. It was Tara's event, you know, the, know. the event that we did with Tara in New Jersey, but I feel like the timing of this is so needed, but I love the experiential component of it where you get to um, support local women in business and have like a fun experience. I'm all about like tangible experiences, Mm. right? Yeah. So when you started Babes in Business, what was your vision and how has that changed until today? Or maybe it hasn't changed. Tell, Tell me a little bit more about the vision when you first started. It's totally changed. So the first one that I ever had was because I didn't like what was out there. I was networking for my business and I was going to networking events that were at like 7am in the morning at a bagel shop with seven people, one from each category. And there is nothing wrong with that. If that is your jam, if you like that and you are getting business from that, I'm all about it. If, If you, if you're into that, great. If you're making money from that, amazing. But for me, I, I wasn't making connections that lasted. I wasn't meeting my tribe. And I was like, there has got to be something better. I remember finding this really cool flyer. There was like a pinup girl on it. She had tattoos. She looked kind of like me. It had a cool name. I went to the event. It was so boring. Everyone was wasted. I went there a little bit late. I was like forcing myself to give my business card out. I was like super timid, super shy. I was like, I'm giving these cards out. I spent money on these cards. No one's going to call call me. No one did call me. I got no business. And so I was just like, they got me in with the name. They got me in with the cool flyer. They took my $20 at the door and I didn't get any business. So that's when it really clicked for me that I was going to do something and I was going to do something for people like me. So I did. And the first one that I ever had, I was going to have it at my house. And somebody's like, no, you can't do that. That's creepy. <laughs> and so I had it at um at this place where my husband worked at the time. It was like a motorcycle shop for guys. <laughs> and I thought like 20 people would show up and 65 women showed up in the pouring rain and they were standing and I was like so overwhelmed. I was one of, I was one of the speakers. I could barely get through my talk. So that was the beginning. There was no selfie stations, there was no group activities. Fast forward to now. I like really build up the FOMO. There's tons of selfie stations. It's just like, it's candy land for your eyes, right? There's like floor decals with positive affirmations. There's just, I want it to be, I want you to come in and feel like 
so overwhelmed by everything there is to interact with. So that's how it is now <laughs> versus mm -hmm. before. I love this. And what I'm hearing is that you just started messy and yes. you, you really pulled inspiration from like, you knew that you wanted a deeper connection and you wanted a network, but like you didn't love everything you were seeing. So you went and created something that you would be excited about. And that drew women that were similar to you. Cause obviously there was a need for it. And I wrote down a couple of things on my notepad here of like seeing what you don't like yields, what you can create. Right. And a lot of times mm -hmm. I think we get stuck in this box of like, it has to look a certain way or it has to be a certain way. And I have, a, I have a lot of um, network marketers that listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and I feel like they get so stuck in the way that their, you know, quote unquote upline does things and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel truly authentic to them. And so what I'm hearing you say is that you took a traditional networking model and kind of flipped it on its head and did it in a way that felt good for you. And as a result, you had 60 women show up at your very first event and now it's becoming a nationwide name. So can you talk about, you know, where Babes in Business is now and the vision for the future? Because this is fucking big. Like it's way bigger than 60 women, you know, at a bike shop. <laughs> I just want to go back to really quick before I answer that one question. I feel like, because you're talking about network markers and the people that you interact with all the time, I feel like if it's in you, you know it. And I really genuinely feel like it's in all of us. And I, for years, sat behind a bar and stared at the ocean and made no money every afternoon. And I was like, I know that I'm not supposed to be here. And I would look around at all of the talented people that I was working with. And I was like, you're not supposed to be here either. And how can I put these people together? And how can I get us to like join forces and do something better together. And I just always knew that that was what I was going to do for so long. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this. And I would tell people, I'm like, I'm not going to be here for in a year. And they probably thought I was freaking crazy, but I, I mean, I wasn't. And now I'm doing all of this. So I just think that for all those people that you interact with and that they get a little bit stuck, like, like, like you said, just start, just do it messy. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. People probably look at me and they're like, these events are amazing. But like I started in a motorcycle shop, yeah. like I could barely get through my first talk. My glasses fogged up. I was so nervous. I was like pooping my pants. <laughs> Did so. you know when you were, when you were, I love that, by the way, thank you for sharing that. And I had like literal chills as I'm <laughs> listening to you share that because, and it's so relatable. And I'm curious, like in that moment, did you know that this was the thing you were going to create or were you still just unsure? Was it just like this feeling that you had in your body that you knew, like I'm destined for something bigger. I just don't know what that looks like yet. Or did you know that it was babes in business? I really just would always stare at the women all around me. And I was like, we're so talented. Like I'm so talented. They're so talented. I'm going to put us together and we're going to do something. And I didn't know, like for me, it was Helpful Rabbit, which is the first company that I started. So I didn't know that it was going to be babes in business as well. Um, I'm lucky I get to work like Helpful Rabbit is the majority is all women as well, um, mm -hmm. which is my other company. It's websites and branding. And that's was my focus. That's what I was going to build and work with all these people and put them all together and have this team of freelancers. And then babes and business just came. I was like, Oh, I'll do this on the side or whatever. And now it's just kind of grown into like the monster that it is, which is beautiful. Yeah. And that's what happens when you just trust that you don't always have to know how it's going to look. 
right? And I'm sure Babes in Business looks a lot different now. And even as you think into the future mm-hmm. than it did in that very first event that you held in the bike shop. So can you kind of bring us full circle and think, talk about the vision? Like what's the vision now? Cause it's so big. I love yeah, it. I know it's so crazy. So the vision now has, I've decided to franchise Babes in Business. I'm in the process of doing that. We currently have four locations for Babes in Business that are active. So in the future, we, we will be franchising the locations. Um, I've had a few people reach out to me about that. So that will be the future of Babes in Business. Um, and then the membership, we're currently working on it. I've hired people for the first time, like full-time hired people to help me with the membership and grow that, which is really exciting because people have been joining here and there. And I've, I've talked to you for like years now, like on and off. And it was the Slack team, which was, I called it 24 seven networking in the palm of your hand. And it was just kind of like this, you know, little membership that people were popping in and out of. And now it's uh, called babe school and it's the Slack team and it's on the back end of the website. Um, and then I would say a future goal for me would be for us to have our own app, um, our own babe space app. Yes. I love that. Oh my gosh. I have like chills. Are you coming to Atlanta anytime soon? We have any babes in business in Atlanta? I mean, there's somebody who wants it. I'm, I'm into it. (laughs) I definitely feel for me personally, like moving to a new city, having some sort of networking hub to tap into would be so amazing. Right. Right Mm -hmm. now. I think the only thing that I know of that's like not global, but like an app that's similar is Bumble. And I know Bumble has like a, like a female version. I haven't used that yet. I've only used the dating side, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I think that especially now coming off of, you know, lockdown, more and more people are looking to connect and trying to find new ways to network. And so I'm curious what, what is the key to hosting a really good networking event? Because I know a lot of women, again, that listen to this are business owners or they're in network marketing and they host info nights and mixers and, you know, events where they gather people together. So what would you say is like the key thing to consider when you're hosting a networking event? Your branding, your event name, and what you actually have at the event. Um, I definitely have worked with a network marketing, they had an event and they, the branding of it wasn't, it could have been better. So I gave them a name and I was like, you guys are talking about profit. And I I gave them, I think it was called profit and Prosecco. I like renamed it. I was like, that's so much more fun. Like, like who doesn't want to make money and who doesn't want to drink a little bit of Prosecco? Like (laughs) call it something cool and the ladies will come a running. <laughs> like, so I think when you're having an event and you're hosting it, think about something that you would actually want to go to on a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Like what we want to give up our free time to go to something fun. You work all day. So at the end of the day, do you want to go to a boring networking event or do you want to go to some kick-ass, really fun networking event where they're going to tell you, Hey, you're going to make more money. If you come to this, you're going to meet more people, like-minded people like you, you're going to meet your tribe, you're going to have fun, you're going to take a cute selfie. I mean, you don't have to have selfie stations there, but it does help. So fun. Um, So things like that, I think people forget. Um, Even like you said, in network marketing, like you're going to help them make more money. So if you play on that, I mean, yeah, 
I love that. Okay. So I am a total introvert. I don't know if you know that, but I like, I love events and I love being around people, but going to events gives me, I start sweating. I have anxiety. I'm always <laughs> afraid of like, what am I going to say? Like, what questions should I ask? So for the woman that's listening, that's like maybe, you know, new to a community or new to business, or is just like probably in a place where she feels like she's evolving and needs to be around new women. And she's so nervous to like walk into this room full of like powerhouse women, what would you say to her? Like, what's the best way that she could prepare or like some questions that she could ask her best practices when she goes to her first networking event? Well, I feel like Babes in Business is perfect for that person because we have the group activity. So we basically facilitate you to be able to be in this group after the, after the speakers and we help you with fun questions and business questions. And then I would say to somebody who is nervous, we have group leaders. So why not volunteer to be a group leader? Because if you're nervous and you're coming alone, now you kind of have this position of you look like someone who's in charge and you're meeting all these new people and more people are going to want to get to know you. You look like you kind of maybe work for babes in business. So I think volunteering, or if that's like too much for you, um, we do have those kind of group activities, but it does help to force yourself to get involved with people. But I mean, I do know what you mean. Whenever I see those people standing off into like the backsides of the rooms, I'm like, I'm going to make you my friend. Yes. Well, and that's also a really important point for people that are maybe more extroverted or have been to, you know, events before. If you see someone standing by themselves, like go say hi, you know, pull them out of their shell a little bit, ask them a good question. I've I've um, actually Googled like icebreaker questions. You can just like Google, like what's an icebreaker question so that you're not asking people about the weather, <laughs> you know? I think a go-to good question is always like reality TV, right? Everyone watches reality TV, but I do think you should always force yourself out of your comfort zone. Like for me, if there's something that I don't like to do, like a long time ago, I was in the city and I did not want to go out and eat dinner by myself. So I made myself go out and eat dinner by myself. Like if there's something that really makes you uncomfortable, if you just keep doing it more and more, it's going to help you. And it's probably going to ultimately help you in some way in your business or in your personal life. Right. That's so true. So is there anything that's going on in your life right now, a new edge that you're facing or something that's like super uncomfortable for you that you're testing out, like going out to eat by yourself? I mean, I absolutely used to hate public speaking and people probably think that's crazy. I also used, I'm on social media a ton. I used to hate um, when Instagram stories came out, I used to hate talking on Instagram stories. So I would go to the grocery store in the busiest aisle and talk in front of all the people on my Instagram stories like in front of all of them. Now I don't, now I don't care. I'll, I'll dance right. in the grocery store on my Instagram <laughs> stories. But so when people are like, how do I get more comfortable? Like you it just gotta jump in the deep end people. Yeah, I'm like, you went all in. You're like, I'm going to go to the most public place and talk on my phone, like a crazy person. At oh, least well, I think that's what I did to get over public speaking. Like I used to have so much anxiety before babes in business. And I would only talk for like a good, maybe like five, 10 minutes before the speakers went on, but I would have so much anxiety because I cared so much. And I was just like, and someone told me like, I, I used to make the speakers introduce themselves. That's how nervous I was. <laughs> Cause I was going to mess up their name or like, that was like two years in, I would be like, no, like, Oh, like we're real, we're real chill here. Like I just let them introduce themselves. And I think my aunt was like, you need to like introduce them and like, like say something about the, the event. And, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like 
this is the, this is the journey, right? This is the process. Like your business and your life will grow to the extent that you're willing to do scary shit. I mean, that's just what it is. Right. And you, yeah. yeah. I love that you just jump, jumped right into the deep end and didn't even like dip your toe in. I, (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so I know something that's really important to you also is community. You've built an incredible community. So aside from being able to host incredible events and facilitating experiences for women to network, the next component is the community and building, you know, tribe and support and connection. So how, for those people that are, you know, kind of in that same place where they're like, I'm not only looking to network, but I want to build community. What do you think are like the biggest things to consider when building a community that's actually engaging and collaborative and successful? I think coming to events like this, I think being active on your social media are really important when you're trying to build community. I have had people that have been with me since the very beginning, and now they have like their own storefronts, their own communities. And I don't want to take the credit, but a lot of them have attributed it to being at Babes in Business. So I think being part of a tribe like this and coming and making all those connections, they just, they last. I've seen them. I've seen it happen. I've seen them grow. I'm I'm watching it happen again in Long Island. And already, like we were just, I was telling you about Connecticut. She just started her Instagram and in two months, she's up to a thousand followers. And they're already asking her how they can be a part of her community and how, how they can help her. And she hasn't even had her first event yet. So what do you think that she did to to create that kind of a buzz? Was there some specific things other than just getting on social media? Was it like the branding, the content, the message? You know, I think it's all of that. I think it's your brand. I think it's the branding. I think it's showing up on social media. I think some people are nervous to show themselves on social media, but I think showing up, showing your face, she, she put herself out there. She has kids. She's a mom. She, you know what I mean? People relate to all of those things. So if you think that you're going to be a business owner and just post your products and make your feed really pretty and never show any side of yourself and never show yourself without your makeup or pop onto your Instagram stories, you can do that. But I guarantee you, if you pop on to your Instagram stories with no makeup on and a towel on your head and say, I had a really crappy day or, or whatever it is that you're going through, people are going to relate to that so much more and want to be part of you and your business and your life and know about you than if it's just this really pretty curated feed. Yeah. I mean, like the mic drop right there, your dog could not agree more like louder for the girls in the back. Right. (laughs) I agree with this. And I think that, you know, Instagram is so interesting. We talk about Instagram, not necessarily Facebook, but Instagram started as like this um, artistic visual platform where you had the cool filters and you know like I don't even think it had hashtags when it first started I can't remember and then all the influencers and marketers got their hands on it and then it turned into like a magazine right where everything was super high edited and everything like aesthetically looked nice and then and then you actually started to see a shift away from that where people were like I don't want to see the fake stuff I don't want to see the photoshop stuff like I actually want to see the real you. And I love that you shared that, that, because I do believe that when we're more vulnerable, you know, when we can show the messy sides of things that lets people know that they don't have to be perfect to be your friend and you feel more approachable, you feel more relatable. 
And I think that that translates into the networking event, right? Of like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you were saying, I'm sure that that very first experience of you having 60 women show up to your very first event and being super nervous and not being able to get through, like from your point of view, you probably felt like everyone was judging you and like, oh my God, people think who is this hot mess express? But I'm sure there were women in the audience going, wow, if she can do this, I can do this. And I'm so inspired by her. And I can clearly see that she's nervous. And that makes me like her even more because she's closer to where I am in my own journey. And I, I, I think that it's important for people that are just starting to show that process, right? Because, you know, I know for me as like a new business builder, or when I was just starting to do events, like it inspired me to see people taking messy action. And it made me feel like I could do it versus seeing somebody who, you know, I remember going to my first big event, it was like 500 people and this massive ballroom and like this, the production. And I'm like, I could never throw an event like this, but I could throw an event, you know, at a coffee shop <laughs> with 20 people. Like, I think I could handle that. Right. <laughs> so it's just that, that like relatability is so important. Yeah. Fill us in on the, the ways that women can get involved with Babes in Business, both in person and online, if they're looking for community, because this sounds like an amazing place for people to connect and network and meet incredible women. So right now we have meetups in Asbury Park, uh, North Jersey, Connecticut is coming this summer, and Long Island, and those happen every other month, and you can go to our website at babesinbusinessnj.com for tickets. And then for people who aren't in this area who want to be a part of the group online, we have meetups the first Monday of every month. They're called Morning Mind Fuels, and you can be a member, same website, um, and sign up with us that way. And the membership gets you access to those Morning Mind Fuels, plus the Slack team, which has over 700 women on it networking all the time, and access to the back end of our website, which has Babe School, and that has videos, all the morning mind feels are recorded and kept on there. So you can kind of listen to them like a podcast. Um, it has workbooks and biz kits, which explain things like how to do reels, how to update your Instagram bio, anything that you need to know for business. I love this. And you brought up a question in my mind. So I know, um, you know, again, network marketers, people that really thrive on in-person have mm -hmm. had to pivot in 2020, right? So a lot of people that didn't know how to build community online are now trying to figure out, well, how do I bring this like in-person experience into the online space? And it sounds like you've done that because you have your morning mind fuels. So how do you create that sense of experience, like an experiential experience? That is a very redundant phrase, but I think you know what I'm trying to say. Like, how do we bring that experience online mm -hmm. when we're so used to the in-person with the selfie stations and the motivational quotes? What would you say to that? Um, we actually did bring babes in business online during COVID and we had the selfie stations. We had virtual tables. We, I was able to recreate babes in business online pretty successfully. Um, so anyone who's looking to do that, it is possible. Uh, people got really creative. We even had a virtual photo booth as much as I did enjoy that. I'm glad we're back to in person. <laughs> so I would also say though, it is definitely possible. Our morning mindfuls are super fun. We have a guest speaker and the last one was on SEO for your website. So it's things that you absolutely need to know for your business. And 
as great as the in-person events are, and we all love them and we're super pumped about them, sometimes it's nice to just like be in your pajamas yes. and on a Monday and learn about like SEO. Um, we don't want to learn about it, but we <laughs> need to know about it. So to have like a fun guest speaker talk to, you know, in a Zoom room full of people and be able to ask them all these questions in your sweats, uh, you know, with your messy top bun, I think mm-hmm. that's, you know... I enjoy that. And we do lots of topics like that, that you need to know for your business. I love it. I love it. Cause it's, you're meeting people where they're at, right? So even if you're not at a place yet where you're comfortable to meet in person, you have the virtual experience, or if you're in another state or you're not able to get mm-hmm. to the Northeast and how cool would it be to, you know, let's say you live in Wisconsin and you've been in the babes and business community for a few months and you have a girl's trip and you make, you make the trip out to, you know, New Jersey and you actually get to go to an in-person event and meet all these incredible women. Like that would be so much fun. I think. Yeah. I'd love that. It's been incredible to see even like what's happening on the Slack team. There was a virtual assistant who popped on there. um, And she was actually grandfathered in, she's a free member. I grandfathered in a lot of people from when I first started and she now works for me and she just popped on there and asked if anyone was looking to hire a virtual assistant. She worked for two people that I already knew. So she now works for me for the year, every single month. Um, she's working on Babes in Business and I think she's gotten two other jobs from me awesome. recommending her to other friends of mine. So, and that was just from being on the Slack team. I love this. So it's like her, just her story is one of, I'm sure, hundreds that you have. Yeah, and that's just from being on the Slack team and networking. Like. Yeah. So how does it feel to like sit here and think back to that moment at the bar where you're looking at the waves and you're thinking about like, I'm meant for so much more and all these women are so incredible. And now here you are, however many years later, you're about to franchise your business. You have multiple locations and you have all these incredible success stories of women like starting businesses and networking and making more money and using their gifts. Like, how does that feel to be able to just kind of like sit back and acknowledge all of that? It feels crazy. (laughs) It feels like almost like undescribable. And it took me a long time to be able to say this, but like, I feel really proud of myself, (laughs) like, which I think is hard for people to be able to say about like their accomplishments. Um, but I always wanted to do this. I had this dream of like being able to like give a babes in business to, I had this story in my head of a mom who wanted to make extra money to help her kid get books for college. I don't know. I made this story up in my head and I just remember handing of my first really big check to one of my owners. And I was like, I'm giving this person over $2,000. I'm like, it blew my mind, you know, when like, when I first got my house, I was like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? Like, I'm paying my mortgage with jobs from like, three different jobs, you know, so I just to be here now and to be starting these locations and helping people make more money and helping other people start businesses and thinking back to that moment, like you said, how much sooner would I have started my business if I could have went to a babes in business and getting to help all of these people? I just feel so lucky. Hmm. It's so beautiful to see the ripple effect because you decided to go for, to just go for it. Like because of you, when you start to connect the dots, thousands of women, like thousands are benefiting from you shining your light and owning your gifts and taking action when you weren't ready. And 
jumping, you know, two feet into the deep end doing, you know, Instagram stories in the grocery store. <laughs> and that's the power when you start before you're ready and you just follow the gift, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you think you're going to fail, like there's so much on the other side of it. And, you know, kind of like we were talking earlier that every entrepreneur gets stuck in the minutia of business, right? Like I know for me this past two weeks, like I was in a launch mode and I'm like, I, why am I, I don't want to do this. This doesn't feel good. Like I'm tired, blah, 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 blah. And, and we complain about what we get to do, right? Like we get to do this. And then <laughs> we come back to reality and we step into the why behind it. And you see the women that benefit from your gifts and the connection and the impact that you make. And you're like, oh, right. That's why I'm doing this. That's right. Yeah. I feel like, like what you said too, about like failing and like moving on and doing something bigger. Like you said, you're in launch mode. It's like, like when I decided that I was going to franchise and do more locations, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> why would I do? Yeah. Yeah. But then when I was talking to someone else, I was like, I could always just do what I'm doing now and just do the locations I have and be happy and just not do anything else and do what I'm doing and be perfectly fine. But then in the back of my head, I would always know that I could have helped so many more people and started so many more locations. And I would never be happy knowing that I could have done that and didn't do that. Amen, sister. Yes. Yeah. You're speaking my language. Okay. So for the women or men or whoever, whatever gender you identify with, that's listening to this wants to get more information or they want to connect with you on a deeper level, what's the best way for them to do that? You can find me, my personal Instagram at rabbit puke. If you want to know the story behind that, yes, share just, that. I was like, just find me and DM me. I yeah. have tons and tons of rabbit tattoos all over. And like, I think the rabbit thing even goes back to like my grandfather, like loved rabbits. Um, so, and it's just like a name that you won't forget. No, um, you certainly won't. I love so it. find find me there if you really if you want to know about me and my dogs that were just barking, and <laughs> you can find my business accounts at Bays and Business NJ and um, at the Helpful Rabbit on Instagram. I love it so much. Okay, last question: What are you celebrating right now? Ooh, what am I celebrating right now? Well, I'm just like excited that it's so warm outside, and I get to go to Babes in Business. Uh, Hoboken tomorrow and um, like just go be at an event that I'm not running and I get to go take pictures and selfies of myself and not run the event. Yes. Oh, it's going to feel so good to just sit back and like witness what you've created, but not have to be the the person that's driving the event. You know, it's probably yeah. like, probably like that feeling of seeing your kid go off to college and being like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I loved our conversation, Jennifer. Thank you for just being the light truly, and being a, you know, an advocate for women and creating such a beautiful space for them to connect and to be able to grow and thrive. Your impact is felt. And I can't wait to see, you know, the next evolution of Babes in Business. So you guys, if you love this episode, please share it, tag Jennifer on Instagram. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.